Hey Sam, what's going on? Hey Nathan, what's up? Uh, not much. Uh, just not like we haven't been talking for the last hour. Yeah, we've just been trying to to start this podcast, and uh, my wife is texting me about wanting a puppy, and <laughs> Sam and both of us are getting spam phone calls. And uh, I was gonna say, I wish we had a running list of how many phone calls we had to take in the last 30, 40 minutes. I think I had three, um, and you had three. I think I had three. Yeah, it's craziness. It's never ending. Thankfully, only one of two of mine. One of mine was spam, but nice. Two of yours. Anyway, whatever. Nobody cares. Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what's uh, what's new in the world of Sam? Uh, working hard. Had a twelve-hour wedding on Saturday, and then um, t- my sister and her now husband are staying with us for the next three days. Uh, they've been married a week and a half or so, and they're they're from Austin, and she has another wedding to go to, so they're just staying a couple weeks on the East Coast before they head back home. Nice. And she's never seen our house, so it gave me and Nessa a good incentive to get the house incredibly clean, <laughs> which it usually is not. And then, um, yeah, the, the pool is open, and, you know, uh, just, just literally moments ago, photographed Popcorn taking his first swim as a as a dachshund it's pretty cute he just kind of like i don't know how to describe it he just does this little it's almost like it's almost like a a doggy paddle imagine but it's like a t-rex trying to swim you know with their (laughs) their gimp little stunted arms (laughs) (laughs) if if all the limbs of a t-rex were like their front limbs that that is a dachshund in my mind yes Uh, i agree um, nice. He did not yeah. like it. I don't think we have to worry about him jumping in. We were worried about him maybe getting in the water when we're away, uh, you know, at some point and like not being able to get out. And I don't think that's going to be an issue. Nice. He, he hates it. Nice. Speaking of which, I was just um, down at the James River today with um, our dog and Vinit and a couple of their friends um, hanging out and just catching, catching some rays. That's awesome. Rays yeah. photographer friends? Uh, well, no, just Monica and Katie. <laughs> oh, sorry, oh, Monica okay. and Greta came down um, from from DC. Just two of my good friends. Nice. You know, I just got to thinking. I need to buy a pool sensor alarm. Oh, so you know what? Like, ha- is that what like goes off when something I, big I goes? I just into started it? googling it because I figured that that must be something that exists. Like, <laughs> there's clearly there's got to be demand for that in the world, and it does exist. I just got to find a good one. Nice. Yeah, I haven't washed Steinway, though. I think she needs a bath after being in the disgusting James River. Ooh. So. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I shot a second shot uh, wedding f- with uh, Megan Noonan last weekend, um, which was pretty fun. Oh, it's I got- don't know that I've met her. Oh, That's really? Great. Yeah, I've only shot with her once, I think, when we were part of a three-person Indian wedding team that shot Ooh. a 22-hour wedding. What? Yeah. Oh. How yeah. much time off did you did, did you get any breaks? We got that's, a, that's I think we got beyond. a one hour break. I think we all we went back oh. and like napped or something. That's um, tough. Jeez. Yeah, uh, that was that was intense. It you know, and the crazy thing is, at three a.m. Uh, when we were like wrapping up, like they were still going, and we were we were oh, leaving, they, and they were still going. You know that that's when I shot that wedding in Spain. Yeah, I, I was only contracted to stay until like eleven. And, uh, I decided to stay until three just cause I was like, you know, I'm going to yeah. go all in. And when I was leaving at three, they were still full on dancing party. And, and, uh, I heard they didn't rap until like eight or nine. And I was just like, well, I'm glad I didn't stay that late. There's just, just no way. And, and not to mention it's eventually 
uh, like people don't care about you t- being there taking pictures they just want you to have fun with them sure yeah but uh which is great but you know i i don't want to ever be in a situation where i put my camera down and start having fun and drinking or whatever and then and then suddenly you know the wedding pictures are ruined or missing or stolen or something yep. <laughs> like i kind of want to get out of there with a clear head so i can start backing everything up immediately like that's you know, as much as I'd love to sit there and party for, you know, many more hours, it's just, it's a little uncomfortable to do that when you have, you know, tens of thousands of dollars of equipment and yep. priceless wedding photos to take care of. <laughs> but, you know, clients, of course, they're not thinking in that way, which is totally fine. That's not their job, but it's just always in the back of my head. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Speaking of backup, uh, I am currently looking at my new backup solution, the Pegasus 2 R4. Oh, you got one. Yep. Uh, is pretty, it slick? Pretty is sweet. Is it black or silver? It's black, and it Ooh. is cool. Is it loud? Is, it have, is the fan noise okay? Uh, so far, no, although I haven't put it under load yet. Um, it's just mm-hmm. It just finished building, like compiling its uh, RAID 5 like logical system. Oh, yeah. And so, literally, I think just finished like seconds ago. Uh, I've been, it's been going for the past like six hours. Dang. Um, Thunderbolt so, connection, right? Yeah, Thunderbolt. So I'm pretty excited to see what this thing can do. By the way, can you string a um, a, a display port or a display? Yes. Thunderbolt through. Yes. That's awesome. Yep. You can literally plug your monitor into the back of your hard drive, and it, it works either way, backwards compatible, any direction, any any series. I think you can cascade, like, way more than you need. I can't even remember the number. It's God. insanity. Yeah. I and, just... Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying it's, it's incredibly convenient. Yeah. Um, I'm, just, I'm just surprised that my 2011 MacBook, it, it has a Thunderbolt port. It was the first one with Thunderbolt. and i and it's just keeping me afloat i just love this computer it is such a beast did you buy that from me was that my one nope i bought a i bought it new i bought it like top of the line extra top of the line specs and it is still going yeah my my old one uh it's i think 2013 Mm -hmm. it's still yeah like they have not made any significant like processor improvements i mean there's some but like mine sure. still holds its own in fact i think it's actually faster than my imac that i now edit from the only reason i use this imac even though it's a little slower is because i like the 5k monitor yeah and apple just seems to be refusing to release a 5k standalone screen right, right. It's only in the IMAX. But here's the They'll thing. Do it, so. Here's the rumor. I think it's going to be next year because Thunderbolt 3 is actually going to be backwards compatible in the same port size as USB-C. Okay. So USB-C is what they're rolling out in, in the new MacBook, which is definitely like the future of the laptops for the company. And I think next year they're going to roll out monitors. They're going to do everything Thunderbolt 3. Uh, and then you know, just have Slash to, USB 3. Slash USB-C. Yeah. See, yeah. So everything will walk, you know, power, everything will go through one port, which is kind of the dream. And then, uh, you know, there will be adapters for, for older legacy stuff. But what's cool for you, um, as soon as you get a new laptop, uh, I think the Pegasus drive that you have is Thunderbolt 2. And yeah. that's a significant speed difference. So you'll you'll be able to get that speed once you get a, a newer computer. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thunderbolt 1 is still great, but it's, you know. Yeah, it's but not, it's, it's, it's yeah. legacy at this point, um, which is funny. It's um, so weird, yeah. Um, so, yeah, but uh, but I also two weeks ago I shot my first uh, wedding in Richmond, which was Congrats. awesome, and at, it was at the Hotel John Marshall, and uh, it went great. Can't wait for some more Richmond weddings. 
Yeah, that's great, man. It's uh, you're you're on on track. To I'm on track. A successful, <clears throat> fruitful business in Richmond. Hopefully. I have yet to rank in Google, <laughs> but I shall. I'm so pissed. I just uh, published <laughs> an article about shooting with the Ring of Fire. Yes. And I made sure to give it a few hours and like submit it to the Google index. And I searched Ring of Fire Flare and I was the top result after just a little bit of it being published on my site. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Petapixel uh, decided to republish it. Uh, okay. I didn't write the article. It's really annoying now though, because what they do sure. is... Even if you don't write the article, they they credit you as the author. So it says author of the article, Sam Hurd. So oh, anybody what? that doesn't know, they think that I wrote it. And it is my words directly ripped off from my website, but I didn't go into Petapixel and I didn't like write this. You're they, not a they, Petapixel writer. Yeah, no, I'm not. Uh, and what they did was they ripped out all the link backs to other areas of my website and a link back to another photographer that had a good tutorial video um, and put all those in the about the author box at the bottom, mm-hmm. and what that does is increase Petapixel's SEO, um, I don't know, uh, respectability uh, or, or authenticity, and, um, right. and I don't get in, uh, virtually zero SEO credit for anything linked to me in the uh, about the author box. So they did link to my my website, and they did link to um, you know the, on my site where it was originally published, but I get zero SEO credit, so I no longer show up now for Ring of Fire Flare when you search it on Google. Petapixel does, <laughs> oh, even though no. they published after me, and it's the exact same content, and they link to me. It's all done in a way that makes Petapixel have you know uh, more authority in Google's eyes, and and me have none. So I won't be publishing there again, not in that way at least. Um, I'm, I'm sad to say, but. Is that under your control? Did they? I mean, I told them. Yeah, I told them they could do it. I just didn't know they were going to do it in that way. And I don't want to be that guy that's like, no, you didn't do it right. Like, take it off. You know? Well, sure. I mean, I guess I could. You're screwed. Yeah. At this point, it's already on the internet, and so that's you know the way the cookie crumbles. So yeah. Anyway, that is that's Um, pretty that's pretty annoying. Yeah, and you know they got upwards of probably thirty forty thousand traffic hits in one day, and and from Petapixel, I got like. 60. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, come you know, on. it's funny. I was reading on uh, some, I was just reading some article about, I think it's probably about the new graphics cards, NVIDIA graphics cards that are coming out. And it was, and like there was this whole article. And then at the very bottom, it said, this was uh, originally published on some other website. <laughs> and I clicked that. It's the exact same article, the yeah. word for word, but it just on a different website. And, I feel like that's similar to plagiarism. Like, well, it depends on the permission, you know, uh, if they gave them permission. Yes. But it's so messed up the way that the whole news disseminates through the internet now, because many sites don't ask for permission. They just republish and, and, and hope for the best. Right. And just think that people are going to be appreciative of the traffic, which I'm sure they are a lot of times, but um, yeah, it's kind of messed up. I mean, you don't get, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it other than yeah. that. It, it feels wrong. You're right. It feels like, you know, plagiarism. Well, I mean, it, or it just feels, it feels like you are not, well, you're really not getting all the credit that you, that you should be getting for what you've written. Right. Yeah. Um, and what you've submitted, but okay. Well, on to other things, let's it's all good. Let's yes. talk about second shooters. We've yeah. had, we've had a huge, um, 
amount of people suggest that we talk about second shooters. So and in case any, any people listening don't know, uh, the epic podcast.com links to a Reddit, um, subreddit of, uh, a thread for each and every episode we do. So you can comment and like, you know, get into discussions about things and, um, yeah, just just wanted to throw that in there as a reminder. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, it's nice to be able to join the discussion um, on there. Yeah. Um, so, second shooters, what it do? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think that what we've been asked is like, what do you look for in a second shooter? Because a lot of people getting into wedding photography or that don't do it full time, their active role is primarily as a second shooter. So I think yep. they're always curious um, due to lack of communication or just the variety of photographers they shoot with. Everybody has their own style. You know, I think they're just interested in, in what you and I look for in second shooters. And um, I think both of us probably will agree on virtually every point because we've shot yes. for each other enough that yeah. uh, you and I, but, but, but it is interesting that so many primary photographers uh, have a lot of restrictions on their second shooters as far as where the photos can show up. Yep, and everybody's and, different and that's something yeah. that you need to respect um, no matter who you're shooting for. Um, they, they have a, you know, they probably have a different way of doing things than you're used to. And being a team player is a huge part of, be, of being a second photographer because it's not, you know, when I'm shooting for, for Sam, if I'm shooting for anybody, for instance, I'm shooting for Megan yes, l last week, you know, yeah. I talked to her, I was like, well, how do you, you know, I looked at her stuff and how she normally shoots and she does a lot of portrait uh, uh, orientation photos that I never <laughs> do portrait orientation <laughs> yeah. photos. So, you know, so I, you know, knowing that I've gone into it, knowing that she'll need those. So that's what I was doing. Um, so oh, that's really kind of you. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I, I don't want to give her things that she can't use Yeah. Um, for, for her clients because her clients are not hiring her because, you know, or, or her clients are hiring her because of the way that she shoots, not yeah. for the way I shoot. And by the way, I'm like you, Nathan, I don't shoot, I hardly shoot any portraits, maybe like 1% of my photos will be portrait orientation. Yeah. Uh, and makes and more the, sense. You know, way. the more you look at album designs though, uh, the more you'll wish you had had, <laughs> uh, because yeah. it does really help with the, the flow of a, an album layout and a spread to have some, some vertical shots. But in my mind, it's like, you can always just crop a horizontal and, and suddenly it's vertical, you know, it's, that's it's, true. It's, you can, especially if it's a center weighted composition and all that, like you just crop off the sides. That's true. Use, I, I also tend to shoot a lot of details in portrait orientation just because Oh yeah, sometimes there's it, yeah. for some reason it looks better in my head. But you know what is funny? I'm I'm always I'm almost always um if I t if I do so shoot something in ver in vertical orientation portrait orientation yeah. I'm almost always cutting it down to eight by 10. I, it just looks better. Oh yeah. That's, oh my God. One of the things I'm most happy to have again now, because mm -hmm. they've always had this feature in their flagship, but the D5 has, uh, the, um, crop boxes that it shows you. Yeah. And instead of just showing a line, so you can change the crop to be eight by 10 and it actually blacks out significantly the edges. Oh, that's so, so you're not distracted awesome. by stuff in, in the shot. You see black lines and black, you know, the, the, the sections that aren't in the shot, you don't see. And, uh, it's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Eight by tens are, yeah. Great. So anyway, back to the, the matter at hand. 
Um, so when <laughs> you when when we're looking for a second shooter, what are we looking for? Um, yeah, I mean, so I, I always kind of try and use the same people that I've shot with before. So I'm not bringing somebody out of left field. But I have had to bring in people I've never worked with before. Obviously, you have to start somewhere. Sure. And, you know, it's usually just a post on social media or some some group, uh, private small group of photographers in, in the area. And I'm like, hey, you know, need a second shooter who's available. People get in touch with me. Um, I, I briefly look through their work. I never really interview them heavily. I just try and get a sense of who they are from their work and, and how they interact with me. But right. um, thankfully, that you know, I, I think that's actually kind of a risky way to do it. I, a lot of times I don't even talk to them on the phone. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's just purely through email or social media. And I, and I think actually it, it's probably a better idea to talk to somebody because I've had, I think twice now, a second shooter come and, and I really had to rein them in on the way. They either brought right. way too much equipment or they were just doing things that d- didn't need to happen in terms of like directing and, and stuff uh, with with clients and people and and you know uh i had to manage them a lot where i should have managed those expectations ahead of time right um so yeah, i mean the the biggest thing is really just open communication with somebody you haven't worked with I, I don't know do you generally hit social media when you need somebody completely new that you know your normal people are booked uh yes when i or i will ask well, actually well, i guess my first line of defense is so first line of defense is like people i know people i've shot with before yeah. Second line of defense is people that I've shot with before that have shot with other people before. Yeah. So like referrals to other photographers. I, I tend to not really want to shoot with anybody that doesn't have a fair amount of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, a couple of years ago, I, I wasn't caring very much and it was fine um, to, you know, just to, yeah, I mean, and I, and I feel like I'm on a few Facebook groups that, include a lot of new or up and coming photographers, um, that are all looking for second shooting gigs and yeah. Yeah. more than happy to, uh, to work with them. Cause I, I'm, I'm loving, you know, I, I love when, you know, new photographers, you know, blossom into like really good photographers. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And, and I've actually been seeing a lot of photographers that have been going full time for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, namely no, no other reason other than that women are the people that have babies, not men. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of women that, that shot and are like slowing things down a little to have, have kids and, uh, and actively are moving from primary to second, second shooting. Um, and, and that, the, those are like the golden eggs. Cause it's like, they have all the skills to, to run the show yep. for sure with, you know, complete confidence, but, um, you know, they're, they're interested in, in just none of the work before or after the wedding day, right. just, just the wedding day itself. Those are the golden right. eggs. <laughs> and, and yeah. which, which is great actually. I mean, there's plenty of people out there who, well, and I mean, it's, it's nice as a second shooter to roll into a wedding, uh, shoot, um, and get paid, but not really have to do anything other than calling. Well, that's what I was going to say is that you can have, you could probably, if you played your cards right and you, you had enough work, you know, every weekend, um, you could probably survive full time on just second shooting. <laughs> if you were a good, yeah. a good, uh, if you were a good, reliable yeah. professional, like, you know, uh, yeah. Uh, loyal second shooter like for sure right i almost guarantee i mean and well and there are plenty of uh instances where there's like an apprentice type relationship um between a a main photographer and a second photographer which they'll just be second shooting all the time um i've encountered a few of those types um and they seem very happy in that role 
Yeah. Um, and usually those people are, um, you know, are a, what I think is the most important trait to have as a second shooter, which is to be a team player and to know that it's not about you. It's about, uh, it's about, well, m- really having the whole wedding in view of it's about the client. It's about this, yeah. you know, these two people's like wedding day and making sure that that's your priority. If that's your priority, then you know that you're going to do a good job and you know that the, your primary yeah. shooter is going to be happy. I, I hate to say it. This might, and I don't mean to offend in any way, but in my mind, if I'm thinking of, I, I think better than, than describing them as a team player, the second shooter almost has to be willing and, and excited and comfortable to be like the water boy for a football right. team. Right? right. That's in my mind. The That's perfect, what I mean. You're yeah. there to completely support, well, no, that doesn't really work because water boys never actually play football <laughs> and you definitely need them to actually do pictures as well. But they're like the second or second third string. line. Second string. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Second string. Like you can't really expect to, to ever lead um, anything, but when the, when the time comes for you to do it, you need to be yeah, ready. You need, um, yeah. But, it's, it yeah. is important to like be able to like roll in and become the fr- primary photographer for like minutes yeah. at a time. And yeah, um, and do whatever, and, and at other times, literally, like, go grab gear, you know, yeah. or, or get, something. get food or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's, and thankfully, I don't think I've ever had a bad situation, but I, I've heard many of story where, you know, if the primary asks you to go cover details while they get to go do the cool portraits, like, yeah, that sucks because you're not going to be able to observe and learn and you're not going to be able to shoot any portraits. But, you know, it's super important that you go do a good job at the details. Like, don't mm-hmm. don't not photograph <laughs> the cake because you're yeah. bitter about photographing the table. I, I don't know. Uh, that uh, happens a lot. And it's like, you know, you have to know your role. Yes, you, you do. And, and I think knowing that you, like, there's going to be times where you're just going to be relegated to details duty is you just just own it and be like i'm going to i'm going to knock the hell out of these photos and they're going to be awesome um and that you know that's again like these are photos that potentially the primary photographer might not get so yeah. you are delivering photos to the client and you need to know that you know i mean that i i i particularly hope that my work is good enough to where it's totally seamless between yeah. what I've shot and what the primary photographer has shot. Now here's a question to take it in a totally different direction. Sure. So, the, the, so you've shot your photos, Nathan, you're the second shooter. You've given me your pictures from the wedding day or something. Okay. Or, uh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to phrase it the other way. I've, I've second shot for you a wedding Okay. And, I, and I've given you the photos. You, you, plug them into your collection. You, you edit and deliver all the pictures, uh, you know, seamlessly. You blog the wedding, and uh, and everything's under your umbrella. No mention of, of me whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Or, or say, I, you've stepped off for me. I don't mention your name at all, and I blog everything as if it's my own wedding. Sure. Um, I Do you think that's okay? Do you think that's okay? Do you think there's any... You know, I, I don't know what my opinion is on it. Um, I guess my first inclination would be to say that, like, they should probably credit the second shooter, especially if they're a significant... Um, portion of the the blog post yeah um, but i've actually heard some photographers say that they've even submitted uh 
uh, photos to competition that their second shooters made. Second shooters made. Um, <laughs> yeah, I see your dog there. <laughs> she's right. trying to get a phone. Oh, she's so I'm, nice. s- I'm but, sorry. But they've, they've submitted things to these competitions where their second shooter took the photo, um, and and they've retained full credit for it. And what I've heard the justification for is, well, they're they're I hired them. They're my independent contractor. You know, that's their photos are mine. Like their photos are my photos now. That's hmm. the way. It works. And I thought that was a really interesting point because. I think that's a valid point, but also it's like, wow, if 50% of your blog posts on a consistent basis or some other person that you're shooting with and not your own, is that misleading to your client? Maybe not, because maybe if you have that discretion and you have that judgment to hire second shooters uh, that do a good job all the time, then, hey, I mean, the clients are still getting what they are expecting, but it's just kind of an interesting gray area. Yeah, I think it, it could go either way. I, it's, I'll say that up front. It could go either way. Uh, for me, and I'm kind of an extrovert in general, so I kind of like, you know, looping people into things, even if sometimes even if they're, there's no credit, you know, at all. Um, or that, you know, I didn't use any of their images. I still like to say, hey, I shot with yeah. so-and-so. These are all my um, photos. Thanks. Um, but so I, I definitely know a few photographers who don't, credit their second shooters at all everything is under their umbrella and i think that that's fine it retains their it retains their value um as uh, as their own product Uh, but for me if i'm using honestly if i'm using probably more than one photo of theirs in my in a blog post where i don't really blog that many photos anyway probably like 10 to 10 to 30 anywhere in there you know if i'm using more than one i will def i'll I'll definitely credit them in there or just i'll say like you know hats off to like sam Hurd for being my second shooter today um on this wedding yeah yeah just because i think i i want you know i want the you know i want other people to have some credit uh for what they've done but at the same time in my official correspondence with them i will prop with the client I will keep it pretty. I'll I'll keep the, I'll keep the second shooter sort of out oh, of the conversation. Gosh, what? Dang, you all uh, right? Just got a bill for my car. Oh, <laughs> oh, fourteen hundred dollars for Dang. what? Dang. Oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't know it was gonna be that bad. Anyway, sorry. Well, <laughs> don't look at my back taxes then, Dang. which I just got. A Are you serious? From- oh crap! Yeah, sorry, I kind of interrupted your flow it was a bunch That's of brake a- brake stuff and brake pads needed to be replaced on both both the front and rear brake pads i could have done that for you they're 589 each side i get i get 200 dollars in rebates but dude yeah. i could have done that for 100 replace, bucks replace rear brake pads and replace rear brake rotors i don't know how to do either of those oh well the rear ones are a little bit tougher but dude that's totally doable well i don't know you should have to told you. me i would have done it i'm yeah, just kidding come i don't up know to baltimore and do that thanks Anyway, sorry to derail. All, um, all I'm saying is I, I think it's okay if you don't, like, sh- what I'm saying, I guess, at the bottom bottom line is if you're a second shooter and you're not credited, like, get over it. Get o- <laughs> I would say get over it. But if, but yeah. you can also ask, hey, are you the type of, photo- if you want credit as a second photographer, you need to ask for that up front and say, like, hey, I'm second shooting for you. Is there any way that you could, like, 
maybe throw in a link to my work um, in your blog post if 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 you can like that'll yeah. really help my SEO something like that I don't think that's unfair to ask for but I also don't yeah. think you should you know be sad if they say no right okay uh, so I want to also so along okay. how many how many images uh, do you expect to have from a second shooter? Do you expect to deliver from them? To deliver from them? Um, Both questions, have and or deliver. I guess I would hope to get at least, you know, at least 200. I guess I would hope to have a call of like 200 photos from them, at least. Um, Usually I'm whittling that down to like 50, honestly. Yeah, Um, I was going to say, I generally hope for three, 350, yeah, and I whittle it down to as little as fifty. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I I would like to have only their best images or ones that I was not able to get, or like group photos or something. Yeah. Um, just because calling for me takes like too long anyway, so mm. I don't want to have to call more than I have to. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so what? Yeah. So you're you're saying like three fifty or so, and then how many are you yeah. whittling down and 50. actually? Delivering? Yeah, I usually get it down to fifty or so, and then um, yeah, that's it. I, I try and get them. <coughs> that's enough, a reasonable number to send over Dropbox. You know, within two weeks, which you owe me a wedding, by the way. It's a month old now. But oh anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm done calling that. I'll get Aileen that and Tom. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, around around fifty, and and I, you know, I pay people. Uh, actually before um, they deliver most of the time. If, yeah. if ever possible, I'll just pay them over PayPal like the day of. Yeah, gen- I'll, generally I'll have them check for them. Before. Do you, what's your opinion on paying for travel and gas and such? Uh, you're you, you're going to need to do that. Um, as a, if you, if you are getting a second shooter, you need to factor in their time getting there and stuff. Yeah. Not, not, not overboard, but you know, if you're, if they need to get a plane ticket and you cover that, they, yeah. if it's like gas and it's like they're 50 miles away, then I'm like, if they ask for it, I might give it to them. But yeah, n- I mean, if it's, if they're just driving a couple hours, then no, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally flexible if it's a couple hour drive, especially since, uh, yeah, a lot yeah, of times. If you're get you know, if you're paying them 50 an hour um, and you know, they work for eight hours, they make $400, but they spend, you know, but they had like a $200 plane ticket or something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah. that doesn't help them. No. So yeah, you have to cover that. Yeah. Cool. Um, so in terms of expectations for people that work for you, um, that shoot for you on the wedding day, like what are your expectations of them? My biggest thing is to travel light. I don't want somebody lugging around tons of equipment, tons, tons of cameras. Uh, I want them to be dressed, you know, as professional as, as you know, reasonable. And, um, yeah, I just don't want a lot of equipment. I, I don't want, I also tend to get a little, uh, defensive of their attitude. If they, uh, if they seem a little too, uh, how do I put this? like forward 
in, in a way. Like I, I want somebody that kind of mirrors my temperament for sure. Like be aware of how I'm interacting. And, and, I, and, and I tend to be a little more introverted and reserved and, you know, interacting with people as, as necessary, but I'm not like showing them the back of my camera and saying, look at this picture I just got. This is awesome. And having them freak out because, you know, like I, you know, I've had second shooters do that where they're just like showing their work off. And suddenly because of the difference and mismatch in attitude, it seems like they might actually be the primary photographer and people are like, Oh, what's right. your card? And it's like, oh, well, Sam's the, the real photographer over there. And, uh, and, you know, and then it's just like, well, why isn't he being, you know, this, yeah, this forward? And, 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 yeah, yeah. And it's like, whatever. it's just not, yeah, yeah. So and, and it's not like you can't be, but but really I want somebody that's attentive and like and mirroring my my attitude as, as much as possible. Not that I want them to, to necessarily shut it down completely um, or not take pictures in, in a way that they feel is their, their style as a second chief second shooter or whatever but um yeah that's that's my biggest thing and and traveling light is a good way to kind of do that like you have one camera body and and a lens and you can blend a little bit better and you don't scream like you know i'm in charge here (laughs) it also it also frees you up to grab the primary photographer's gear in a pinch if yeah. you have to and you you're not t- lugging around like two exactly. rolly bags everywhere you're going you really need to be responsible for both the primary photographer gear and your own so that's that's an important point actually yeah. to mention uh yeah. in fact you had a an issue with that once didn't you yeah you know and it was it was probably on me more more than anything thinking back but i don't remember exactly what happened but we, we were doing pictures before the ceremony family pictures in a public space on you know early early sunday morning it wasn't very busy but i, I put my bag down and this was a photographer that brought a ton a ton of stuff it was insane you know, which is fine, but <laughs> right. uh, he brought a ton of stuff. It's not fine, but I just say that sometimes. Um, he, <laughs> and, and, you know, I was, I was busy shooting the family pictures. I, I didn't have any help from him. I don't know what he was off doing, but, uh, you know, we finished, we wrapped family photos. We went inside and I was like, okay, uh, let me get all my bags and my, my, my backup camera bag, the one that I, you know, roll around and set in a corner generally is stolen completely gone somebody swiped it behind my back Damn. while i was taking family pictures and um you know the second shooter had so much equipment they were paying attention to they had no idea uh where when or what happened to, you know it just was a calamity and it, you know i'm not saying that wouldn't have happened if i if that second shooter didn't have a ton of equipment of their own but i'd like to believe that maybe that might have helped i don't know like they if they'd kind of been keeping a little bit of an eye on things while i was distracted <laughs> trying to lead, lead the family photos you know anyway so what happened was um i literally had a I had to call the cops and they came in the middle of the ceremony uh you know on a bicycle it was it was like a an outdoor so he came in on a bicycle and i had to file a police report mid-ceremony or like right <laughs> i had to tell him like in That's the middle funny. of the ceremony just give me till the end of the ceremony wait here and he did thankfully and, and then i came back and filed it while they were um you know doing the receiving line <laughs> and uh Gotcha. Yeah, and and I did not tell the bride and groom. I didn't mention a word about it until uh, I never did. They they somebody else told them, and they sent me an email saying, you know, thank you so much. Like that really would have weighed on us heavily throughout our wedding. Like we really appreciate you not having said anything to us about it. Honestly, uh, that's a that is a pretty cool pretty cool deal. Um, yeah, that you were able to keep your cool enough to not talk well, about that with them yeah. because any additional stress on the what i mean that would have caused a lot of stress yeah and and, you know 
And also, I think- they don't know. You know, you say, oh, I lost a camera bag. They're thinking, where are my photos? Are my photos yeah. okay? They have no idea what the value is. Like, what was it? Who knows? Yeah, you don't want to put that pressure on the bridegroom. I mean, any example, not just you messing up, but like you should never be inundating the bride and groom with really any problems at all on their wedding day. If, of if all the possible. days to like yeah. throw something under the rug, a wedding day is one yeah. of those days. <laughs> Even if it's a good um, story, like sure. <laughs> thankfully, so and I lost about fifteen thousand in gear, I think. But uh, I was very lucky. I had this is one reason I never don't have at least one camera body strapped to me all the time and i actually had two camera bodies and all my prime lenses and a flash on me so i was okay to shoot the rest of the day without having any any problems at all but yeah and when i'm when i'm shooting um so when i'm second shooting for instance uh this past weekend uh norm you know normally i'm shooting with two two camera bodies but when i'm second shooting i like to slightly challenge myself a little bit to just shoot with one um so no, honestly, there to me, there's not a good enough reason to have both cameras on me at all time, at all times. Because usually, having a second one on me is so that just in case I, you know, need to get something immediately with a 24, and I don't have it on, then I've got it. Yeah. Um, so what I have been doing is I've been bringing all my gear, <laughs> everything, to second shooting, um, second camera body, backup batteries, everything. And leaving it all in the car, hidden, but all in the car, uh, except for, you know, my single body and 85, 30, 25, and 50, and a flash. Yeah. And that's it. And so I'm so, it's so great to be able to just roll. I can pick up anything. I can pick up the bride and groom's like suitcase. I can, like, I can, you know, I can throw a bride and, or groom in the, you know, in the seat of my car and just go <laughs> like, yeah. it's, it's really nice to have only a little bit of gear. Yeah. Oh, and that, you know, I love shooting with just one camera body and then one or two lenses on my back because, yeah. uh, or no lenses on my back. Like that's one of my favorite ways to shoot because I am just, I have just have more energy. I'm more excited about shooting. Cause I can yeah. like, I have one freaking camera in my hand and that's it. It's so freeing. So and, cool. And that really does pay off big time, uh, in the qual- <laughs> quality of my work just purely because I'm more interested in taking pictures because I don't, I'm not, you know, weighed down. But yeah. It, 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 it does actually, you know, at the end of like, you know, six, six hours in, you've got two cameras on you and you've been fumbling around with two cameras for, you know, all day um it it does kind of zap your energy a little yeah um but absolutely i and i want to go back a little bit to what you're saying about expectations because it's it is important that you know that your second shooter isn't like making a huge deal all the time about everything i've had a few second shooters that have been like so so energetic and so intense um, and talking to every person at the wedding Yeah, that sure they gave me really, really great images. But the downside was that like, I don't know if anybody knew who the photographer, who the primary photographer was. That's exactly what I'm, I was saying. Yeah. That's and, exactly what the point was earlier. And I, I'm a little worried that some of my business might've been potentially poached. Yeah. Oh, totally. That's exactly what I'm and saying. And I think that's 100%. a valuable point. I don't think that there's any, anything wrong with like making sure that you are, that you're not being devalued somehow. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I'm curious now, what about usage after the fact uh, for the second photographer themselves? Like, I know you and I both let them do whatever they want, but mm -hmm. I wonder I wonder if that is the, the best decision. Um, well, I, I wonder how yeah. if there's, you know, they did a, a blog post of their own and, um, and, and they, and they, somehow the bride and groom found it and ended up liking the pictures more and shared it with their, and I wonder if somehow business is getting poached that way, or if, if, if it's a, uh, you know, if it, I think I mostly at the end of the day want them to be able to show off their work because yeah. that, that's part of the reason you do second shooting is like you have a, you're building experience and you need to have images to show to create a portfolio. Yeah. And, and having a portfolio on your website is one thing, but being able to show it off on social media, you know, it's important as well. And I don't think that I, I don't particularly feel like it's, too bad of a thing for my second shooters to blog, uh, or my, well, not blog, but to um, to to at least show off a few images on social media. My thing is, and I don't ask people to do this, but they really, really should. If you're a reasonable person, you should, I think, always credit the photographer you were shooting with as a, you know. Yes. I second shot for Nathan Mitchell. Here's a photo I took you know, yeah. in the blog post. This is done while I was second shooting for Nathan Mitchell. Like Absolutely. And there yeah. is nothing that, in my opinion, there is, you are not doing yourself like any disservice by, you know, you're, you're not like undercutting yourself by saying that you shot for somebody else. Your images should speak for themselves. Like Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And if you got a good photo, and you say, "Hey, I was second shooting for Nathan Mitchell." Like, I, I, all honestly, main the main thing I'm looking at is your photo, um, yeah. and it's and I'm also being like, "Oh, respect, yeah, <laughs> respect." That was awesome. <laughs> um, but I think for my second shooters, yeah, I I allow them to show to to post something. Although I I tend to ask them to wait until I've posted like one image before oh, they cool. post. Yeah, but yeah, even now, I don't know. Reasonable. I don't know if that's necessary anymore. I honestly. doubt it. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever ask that. If nothing else, because uh, part of the reason I like having a second shooter, even though I don't really rely on them for anything too critical, <laughs> like I feel like it at least gives me a reason to make sure my work is is better than theirs. <laughs> you know, not not in a way that I like. I'm, I'm, I'm like I'm gonna kick your butt, like, but it's just like a. I'm really gonna. Have, I, I need to do awesome. Like I I want my photos to be awesome so if you have a second shooter that like shares an image and it's like whatever and then you can knock it out of the park with like your image yeah then that that's great <laughs> but if you're a second shooter you and you and you and you kill it and you do amazing like keep doing that like you know more power to you but oh I yeah love, i love the feeling of just kind of having this fire under my ass when, when it's a really good second shooter and i know they're gonna have a really good uh, photo to share like yeah and i and try the, that much harder on the wedding day absolutely and i will say on the flip side of that as a second shooter like, dude, work your ass off and like impress the hell out of your, out of your primary shooter. That's what I want. I want yeah. like, I want to be impressed by my second shooters. I want to be surprised by like what I get. And talk about the the best way to build a relationship for you, that photographer to start sending you referrals like that. That is your in yes. right there. Second Absolutely. shooting with them a bunch and having just this this perfect or a really really strong chemistry and vibe. Like they're going to send you work for sure. Oh yeah. If they I, don't, like you need to be shooting with other photographers. That's oh, crazy. Absolutely. I yeah. cannot tell you. I now I 
I have second shot a lot for a lot of DC photographers and they are sending, they send me referrals a lot. And I, and like, I, it's, I mean, I think it's because I really try very, very hard to do an amazing job, um, as a second shooter and as, and for anybody out there that's starting to second shoot or, or second shooting now, like the best thing you can do is up your game and just try to try to do a really good job, whether that's a shot, uh, like a portrait that's that, you know, that during the portrait session, you know, the primary photographer says, Hey, why don't you try something to yeah. like taking a photo of the groom putting on a jacket, you know, yeah. do your best work. And that's, that's the best you can do. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's, that's it at the end of the day. Um, and, and you'll quickly move on to, to being a primary photographer. Sure. But, but, you know, I think it's reasonable to expect at least a year and a half or two years of having to second shoot a lot. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like you and I were pretty unique in that we were yeah. able to kind of jumpstart our businesses without having to, to do that a bunch. Uh, which I think that's is true. pretty fortunate. But, <clears throat> but um, I still, I still, the thing is, is as a, I am kind of, I like, I like being part of a, of a team, which is why I like being, part of like Aram's crazy, you know, Indian wedding photographer cruise. Yeah. That's, um, that's a really good decision moving to Richmond. Then. <laughs> I know, but, <laughs> but, um, but being a part of a team and, and, and doing some good work together with some other photographers is very, very satisfying. Yeah, totally. Totally agree. Um, so what should you wear as a second shooter? Uh, I would ask the primary for sure. Uh, cause you don't want to come dressed in a suit and the primary photographer is wearing, you know, uh, like what you and I wear all, all black button up shirt and a collar and that's it. Right. And, and black skinny jeans. Like <laughs> you want to, again, just not, you want to mirror that, that primary photographer in your look and attitude. So yep. I would definitely ask, but definitely err on the side of more dressed up than not. <laughs> like that's yeah, what I'd say. Never, don't, don't think you can rock a polo and some khaki shorts. Like. And if, and if you're worried about what you're wearing, if you're not sure what you're wearing, like is appropriate is, is going to be appropriate. Like number one, it probably isn't <laughs> if you're questioning that's it. Fair, yep. And secondly, maybe put in a few different options, <laughs> put in a whole wardrobe in your car. Like honestly, that that's that, smart. I not a bad bring move. a bunch with you. Yeah. That's genius. Yeah, just um, because you don't want to over, you don't want to inundate your, the primary with a ton of questions either. Cause they have other shit to worry about. Mm -hmm. Like the best second shooters are ones that like are clearly able to handle themselves. Um, and that's a great, that's a great idea. Bring a couple of different <laughs> change of clothes. A good primary, a good primary, a good secondary shooter should be, should come from, you know, the school of, Oh dang it! Uh, now I'm 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 screwing it up. I'm children, have to cut children this out. shall children shall neither be seen nor heard. <laughs> at the what is that from? School the Melville School. Dang it! It's from uh, Rest Development. Ruined. Anyway, ruined. Oh ruined yeah! It. I thought you were uh, talking about that other that movie with that really short girl who's like adorable and she Matilda. Oh Matilda! Uh, yeah. Where she goes to that crazy school. Anyway, whatever. So okay, so <clears throat> now there are other schools of thought regarding a second second photographers that I've heard recently um, from a number of photographers that say that the second shooter should be like knocking out all the main stuff 
freeing up the primary photographer to do more creative things. Yeah, fuck that. What is your opinion? <laughs> that's my opinion. Um, I I also I can see where they're going in that idea where in the and the goal is you hire a secondary photographer that is like baller and like a a a perfect like primary photographer that you know is going to do a great job and then you deliver all those images and then you do you know you get all wacky and creative and to try experimental stuff i i don't particularly feel like that is a wise decision because okay, i, I just I, I just because I'm just saying, like, in my uh, view, are you always going to be able to have that exact same baller, awesome photographer every every wedding with you? Probably, probably not, not, because if they're that good, they're shooting their own weddings and getting paid ten times as much. Like, there's no way that you can guarantee that to your to your clients when you sit down and meet with them and they think they're getting you, you know, Nathan right. Mitchell as a photographer. Like, you should be the one taking most of the pictures. And I'm sorry, I think it's a little bit. It keeps your humility in check when, like, at the end of the day, yes, you may do all this amazing work and you have this great personality and, like, you're raking it in, shooting tons of weddings every year. But, like, when it, when it still falls on you to take a, a cheesy group and grin with, like, the bride and, and her, you know, her mom together, even though it's the most uninspiring thing for you creatively as possible, like, that is a really healthy thing to have to, you know, at the end of the Absolutely. day, you're there to serve them and, and not, you don't need I don't think complete and uh, maybe some people do maybe some people do need complete freedom to shoot as if they're the second shooter even though they're the primary I don't know <laughs> I don't know yeah it's weird and, but I I think that that what you just said is very important to remember that like you can't you can't have like the biggest ego in the world and say like oh I'm you know I don't do I don't do this or like, I don't, you know, I don't shoot like lame photos. Of I like, just saw a wedding photographer literally yesterday put on social media. I'm no longer doing family pictures anymore at weddings. It's a waste of, it's a waste of the bride and groom's time. I'm not, I'm not yeah, no, I think they said they're not doing them anymore at all. <laughs> I was like, what? So, and, and <laughs> I, and I would counter with something that I think I read on your wall at some point, which is that second is that those, those family photos are some of the most important photos of the day. And you don't, um, it's not like it's creatively uh, exhausting to take them. I mean, it can be to you know, wrangle a bunch of family, but it's not like they're difficult on the mind to get it like together and get the picture done easily. You know, easily. right? And I, I, I just have to say that that is a terrible mindset to have because you, you need you really need to you really need to consider that these are the types of photos. I don't care how old school it is. These are the types of photos that other family members cherish greatly. Um, these are memories that people cherish greatly. And those memories, the, the way that they envision them is three people standing in a row looking at the camera yes. and with the bride and groom. And honestly, if that's, if that is what the family wants, if that's what the family needs, like, I'm sorry, you do the family photos. And, and you, if you, you do them as the, as the as a primary photographer, the, the photographer that the couple hired, <laughs> like, yes, and I, and again, I I I don't know. I kind of I kind of think of it as you know. I want to work hard on on the wedding day. I want to I want to feel at the end of the wedding day that I have worked hard, and that I have gone through some things that I wanted You'll to be do. working hard this weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got two in a row. So, um, 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah, this is that. It's it's going to be a fun weekend for sure. Um, I'll pay you well. I promise. Thank you. Um, but <laughs> but we will. But, but it'll be fun. But I, again, I want to. I want to. You know, I want to feel like I've worked hard, and I want to feel like there are things that I've done that were like not necessarily everything I wanted to do, but in the end, I I feel like I did a good job. I think that's, yeah. and I think family photos are part of that, where you're like they have to be done. like and it's not they don't and it's not a bad thing it's it's great like yeah i don't know i okay and especially for instance go over to your cousin's house or whatever your your grandma's house take a look at all the photos on the wall i guarantee you 99 percent of them are like people like standing facing the camera yeah the photo i mean i'm not not to say that 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 trends can't change just because they're circle and the way it's always been done doesn't mean it needs to keep being done that way but um there is that is the best way to ensure candid pictures are are great but almost never do i get a great candid shot if like a group of four people together where like all of them look great like maybe one or two of them look good and the expression's good and the other two are just kind of on the side right it's like the family pictures where people are in a line and you've directed them well and fluidly and easily in a way that like totally gets every every single person in that frame looking their best that's not going to happen in a candid moment i'm sorry (laughs) it's it's just not and if it does it'll definitely be the exception and and for these you know for wedding day it needs to be the rule and so yeah it's just the easiest way to 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 achieve that like just line them all up smile at me get it over with keep it Mm -hmm. easy casual um and and again uh, and i think that is the job of the primary photographer yes and again i having doing those family photos doesn't have to be bad it can be fun um it should be fun Oh my God. It, it is so incredibly, incredibly valuable to have, to, to rely on the second shooter to, to get family people wrangled, which is one of the harder jobs in some weddings. Mm-hmm. But if you have a, if you're as a second shooter, put in the position to have to like wrangle up family members and get, get the next group on deck and, you know, uh, quickly digest and see, okay, the order would actually work 10 times better if we did this group before this one and like quickly get good at figuring that out. Um, then when it is your turn to do it as a primary photographer, uh, it's that much easier because that sure. was your sole purpose as a second shooter. Absolutely. To, you don't have to worry about taking any pictures. You're just like getting used to quickly uh, improvising and digesting these crazy lists of families. Yep. Um, and that's a good way to start with that. And then, you know, if you're in a situation where you're the only one doing it at your own wedding, uh, you'll really value that experience. Yeah. Um, and yeah, absolutely. I, I 100% agree. Yeah. Um, I, and again, my favorite second shooters and my favorite wedding planners are the ones that go and, and they take the list from me. And suddenly all I have to do is like, make sure the compositions are arranged well and people look good <laughs> take the picture yeah. and I'm done. Like that's the best feeling ever. So I agree. Um, yeah. So I think in a couple of sentences, like what is your, like what's your feelings on, on second shoot, second photographers and like what your expectations are, for a second photographer for you. I already said. I know, but like in it summarize. Summarize. Uh <laughs> someone that is observant uh and and willing to mirror my attitude and, and look. Uh someone that travels light but brings enough equipment to have some backup. Um 
and somebody that, uh, well, uh, one thing we didn't talk about at all, but I feel like it should be a given, but I want to say it is somebody that is uh, punctual and on time. Uh, yes. But at the same time, flexible. <laughs> like it's this whole balancing act, I guess. Sure. You need, you, well, you definitely need to be punctual. You need to be on time. Uh, but you also, you know, d- don't, you sh- honestly, when I'm second shooting, I tend to, or actually, well, when I'm shooting anything, I tend to build in an hour or two on each end for yeah. whatever. Um, I remember a um, long time ago, I remember some photographer, maybe it was Jeff Newsom, that saying that like, he just stays like till he, till like, you know, if he was supposed to be done at X time and he goes like hours later, um, you know, if that's when the best photos are happening, stay till then. Um, if the primary photographer asks you to stay on extra, obviously you need to be compensated for it, but roll with it. Like, yeah. you know, have, and I think building in some time um, afterwards and not having to, you know, be somewhere right away. I don't know. That, that's not a necessity, but that that's a plus. Um, yeah. If if I have to ask my second shooter, hey, can you stay? And you and they say no. The reality is like, all right, cool, but I need yeah. you to stay. So, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I got you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think we've probably covered all our bases. But, yeah, uh, but I I also wanted to say though that in in this discussion, I realized there's like there's actually a lot to process, a lot to talk about. So. We we get deep here. Uh, I'm I, w- I don't think we're against uh, you know doing this a little bit more in depth or in any particular go into in more detail about any particular thing uh, with a different with another podcast episode. So yeah, if you guys want to yeah. hear anything in particular or want us to expound on any particular point, that would be fine. Um, just let us know over on Reddit or private message us or something. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll keep some of these things in mind while uh, we shoot together two weddings in a row this weekend. It's gonna yeah. be fun. <laughs> uh, should be should be pretty cool. I'm 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 excited. So, what do you got going on between now? Did and you officially now? commit to that Wednesday shoot? By the way. Oh, <laughs> I think you did. But uh, I yes. just wanted to make sure. Okay. Yes, I'm good to go for that shoot. Not that people need to hear that. I gotta go. I gotta go pay fifteen hundred dollars for my car to get it nice. back. That's great. Nice, and I gotta yeah. make dinner. So. <laughs> All right. Have fun with that. Uh, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, We'll see you uh, next week.